to Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. And in this episode, Ben Harrison, Vice President of Product Management at Preferred Strategies, discusses trends in the adoption of enterprise resource planning or ERPs in the construction industry and the value that tools such as his company's quick launch platform can provide in helping contractors better utilize ERP data to its full potential. Let's get the scoop with Ben now. Thank you, Ben, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I, I'd like to start us off by just learning a little bit of uh, background about preferred strategies and what led up to the company being founded. Can you share some of that story for us? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So Adam Krieger is our founder. He actually just out of college got a job in a finance department of a construction company. They used J.D. Edwards as their ERP system. And it, one of his tasks was to start writing reports so he did a lot of crystal development. He'd go to the user conferences and run into people who were just like him. What he found though is that the, the turning the database into meaningful information is a skill that not everyone has. And he realized there's a market for that. And so he formed preferred strategies really to, to target a single ERP system with reporting and analytics like skills and excellence. Great. And, and just to kind of clarify things for the people who are listening, for those that may not be as familiar with ERP systems. Can you kind of just explain what that is and what it entails? Yeah, sure. So an enterprise resource planning system, you know, they, they started out with really just being a, like a general ledger, uh, balance sheet, income statement type, you know, computer programs, but they've really expanded over the decades really. And um, you know, ERP systems really started out in the 60s and 70s, but they've moved out into operational manufacturing, purchase orders, inventory management. So what it is, is a single computer set of, of programs and tables that help you run your business, not just financially, but also operationally. Great. Now, ERPs have been out there for a long time, as you mentioned, but they really do seem to be still fairly new to the construction industry in some cases, especially when you're looking at smaller companies. Can you talk about what you've seen as far as trends in the use of and the adoption of ERPs in the construction industry and how it is changing the way that these companies are approaching project management and oversight? Yeah, and I, I think it's actually a fascinating journey because I know a lot of successful construction companies started out as, you know, just a small, you know, family business that was probably running on something like QuickBooks. Then as they grow, they were successful, they added employees, now they have payroll, and then they, you know, they need to manage billings and jobs. So that that the if you think about as a business grows, the requirements grow, it's complicated by the fact that statutorily things are more complicated. So if you have employees and you need to worry about their meal breaks or you know the, the union payments and uh, just the, all those complications have made ERP systems become more and more essential, but also more and more complicated. So the, I think the trend is from uh, companies starting out really just trying to figure out how to 
balance their books to uh, much more inclusive, how do I run my company, including change order management or safety inspections. Right. And I imagine that there are some challenges that companies encounter all along the way when they're first starting to utilize this type of, type of technology, because it isn't something that they maybe it is, see as intuitive to them. Um, can you talk about what some of the, the typical challenges might be, and especially when you're trying to take advantage of the data that you can capture with these systems? So they, the, there are a lot of challenges that companies face when they're trying to learn how to use a, a, comp, a more inclusive ERP system. So the challenges are uh, what of the choices, you know, there's probably 20 good construction systems in available and they specialize in different things. So if you're a general contractor or versus especially subcontractor, the software you choose will be very different because those are actually very different types of businesses. Besides the type of software, you're gonna to have to decide whether you want kind of a best of breed and field data gathering versus the back office financials, or whether you want an integrated package that offers it one, uh, you know, one-stop shop. Uh, and then the deployment methodology, do you want this data on your own computer and within your own enterprise? A lot of companies are avoiding that these days and heading towards software as a service where you're hiring someone who's going to run those servers and manage those databases for you. So those are the complications that uh, become challenging of, of how do you make the right decision as you're implementing an ERP system. Do you have any recommendations on how, you know, what contractors should be looking for when they're considering an ERP system? Just generally, and there's there's going to be exceptions to this. Again, probably you're going to want to get a consultant in to give you some really good advice. But generally, contractors are moving away from hosting their own software and towards having software hosted in the cloud. Uh, you're you're getting a you know much cheaper support because they're hosting it not just for you but for many many more people. They're doing the upgrades for you, so there's a lot of benefits of getting out of the uh, computer management uh, system. So that, that would be probably the, the single biggest uh, direction I see. Great. I'd like to talk a little bit about the, the platform that Preferred Strategies offers, uh, the Quick Launch platform. Can you talk about how that's designed to help companies uh, to be able to better utilize the data that they're capturing from the ERP systems and maybe walk us through how it works? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. So uh, again, these ERP systems, if you think about as I've been describing them, they're transactional based, right? So they're taking, uh, they're tracking a payroll record or a, an accounts payable record or a receivables record. And so these transactions are structured in a certain way in a database, but most often they've been optimized to make those transactions very efficient. That's different than if you wanted to report on those, if you want to summarize them. So what Quick Launch does is kind of transforms transactional data into aggregated data. It then creates this kind of single decision foundation that uh, one way to think about it is one version of the truth. It's, it's a single data model that um, the converse of that would be, I write 10 reports with the same formula in them. If I need to change the formula once, I have to change it in 10 places. 
where an aggregated data model is going to have that formula one time. And if I need to adjust it, you know, change the meaning of it or change the, you know, how it's calculated, I can manage it that way. So that that is a real big governing benefit. That foundation, though, then becomes something you build on. I've never seen a company that has a single data source, like an ERP, that doesn't have something else. So it's a, you know, an ERP system plus a, a customer management system or plus a safety observation system. And so that foundation of Quick Launch allows you to build additional things into that model. So again, you have one model across multiple platforms and one way to then generate your reports out of that. So it sounds like you're able to kind of customize it to the needs of your operations. Yes, yes, that, that is true. So, um, and every company, I mentioned, every company is different and that need to be able to tailor this govern decision work, the govern decision foundation so that it works for your company is really a, a, a fundamental element of quick launch. Can you talk about maybe some examples or uh, how of how contractors have been able to take advantage of, of quick launch to improve um, how they're managing the data that they're capturing? Yeah, I, I can't actually give some specific customer examples. I, I can't mention their names because sure. I didn't get permission. But you know, one of our customers is a fairly large uh, general contractor, shortened their month in close by about five days. Now, this is a big company and they have you know, dozens of financial analysts working on the month in close. So it translates into about a thousand hours per month saved. So that's a really big cost savings that allows those analysts to do a more value added tasks than just you know, double checking calculations. So shortening month in close is a big deal for that company. Uh, another company I know has a, heavy, a, a large fleet of equipment. They're very concerned with owned equipment sitting idle while they're renting equipment. And most companies, their fleet is a mix of owned and rented because of seasonality, right? So you need to, sure. to be concerned with that. So the idea that I can understand uh, exactly when and why I might have an owned piece sitting while I rented working. And that includes analyzing how far you'd have to move that owned piece, right? There's a cost to transport. transport. So that, that utilization model is fairly complex, but once it's working, it gives you really good insight into making the right choices uh, for equipment utilization. Last example I would uh, I think of is really a historical unit rate analysis. Most companies have created a, a structure to their uh, coding system, their cost code system, so that you know what's maybe trenching or, or paving or you know, laying concrete. But you might want to be, be able to look at that historically as you're bidding new work to say, what's it cost me to do this type of work on that type of business in that locality, right? And it, you know, the variables might be the, uh, the government structures of cities and a county or the contract type or the, um, the owner, whether you know, public work or private work. So if you can analyze your historical costs, that makes your uh, bidding so much more effective. You actually have confidence that you can do it for that price. And you know what your markup's gonna be. So that's the, kind of the third area is really uh, uh, hyper supercharged historical unit rate analysis. 
Great. It, it sounds like there really are a lot of uh, benefits that go along with um, utilizing a system such as Quick Launch. But can you talk about just overall how being able to just be able to better manage your ERP data can drive more to the bottom line and really help contractors be more effective. Can you talk about that from your perspective? Yeah, I, I, I can. And so, you know, one of them maybe is a little bit of repeat from that, uh, that first example of month and close, but many companies find that a solid ERP system puts processes in place that help you reduce overhead costs. Now in a construction company, overhead costs typically are pretty small compared to total cost of you know, building a job. But still, if you can save 10% of, uh, of, your, of your overhead over time, that's a significant amount of money that falls to the bottom line. And it makes you you're able to manage your markups much more uh, smartly. So uh, a good ERP system is gonna give you in the long run some overhead cost reductions. Uh, probably though the big money is in operational analysis and improvements. So if you can look at, uh, again, that historical analysis and you can understand how do you make the most efficient installation of whatever you're building. Uh, and then you do that, not just on that one job, but on all your jobs. That's where, you know, if you think about construction costs operationally being 90% of your total cost structure, uh, the savings there are monumental. And that's where I think most of these ERP systems, these, these construction management systems have been focusing their development effort is making those field operations much more uh, effective. Probably the third area there uh, that is, is that mobile access is a must now, right? So these ERP systems, almost all of them are making sure you can have that data available for you on your phone, on your tablet, so that you Wherever you are, you have that information. You can't afford to wait till you get back to the office to find out the answer about a question. So it needs to be accessible to you everywhere all the time. That really feeds into my last point of safety and regulatory compliance are big deals in construction these days. And getting shut down for a safety issue or a regulatory compliance issue, uh, and there's all sorts of them between water and rest periods, uh, you need to make sure that you, you are on top of those things because you can't afford to have a uh, job, uh, job stop pro progressing well. Absolutely. It sounds like there's definitely a lot of um, ways that contractors can get a return on their investment in this type of technology as long as they, they have the right tools in place and they are managing that information that they're capturing effectively. And, and it sounds like the strategies that you've, you've um, provided certainly can help. Is there anything else that you'd like to share that might help contractors as they're going forward and, and examining how they can take better advantage of the ERP systems that are available and especially from your perspective, the quick launch platform. Well, uh, yes, thank you. So I guess my, my summary would be that the, if, you know, the listeners have wanted to take home a message. It's that becoming data-driven, right? Having information in your ERP system and being able to use that to mine and get information is essential to the future. It's not an optional element, but be, being good at being data-driven is not something you just decide to do instantly. It, it's a journey you're on. Uh, there's skills 
that need to be developed. There's understandings of some, of some data science. And that's where uh, thinking of this as a system that works together, it's not, not a single piece of machinery, it's a group of machineries that, that are you know, working in concert. Um, think of your journey in that way and that uh, the time to start is now. If, because there's, there's, it's, there's compelling reasons to becoming data-driven, uh, it's very profitable. Great, it's some great insights and advice on there. Uh, ben, thank you so much for joining us. I think this has been very educational. I certainly have learned a lot and I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed talking with you too. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guest, Ben Harrison at Preferred Strategies for joining us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.